I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Hello and welcome to Not Gambling Advice, sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code Just Baseball when you download for a full instant deposit match. It is Thursday, April 6th. I am your host, Peter Apple, and yesterday ripped my heart out. I'm still sitting here believing I should have been 5 0. Maybe I'm being cocky, but the reality of the situation is we finished 1 and 2 down 1.05 units. I loved that Cubs versus Reds over. It even steamed up a full run from 8 to 9 by the time the game was supposed to start. We win the system play if Marcus Semien doesn't drop that routine grounder, and it's reflected in Jacob deGrom's box score, only allowing one earned run, but the score was tied 2-2 to and we unfortunately lost that one. If Terry Francona in the Guardians game doesn't get cocky and leave in a left-hander against Jesus Aguilar, who can only hit lefties, we are sitting here with an easy under. We cashed on the Braves versus the Cardinals under, and we had a push on the Royals' first five innings, even though they had runners on first and third with one out, and Bobby Witt Jr. gives us a horrible at-bat, and then MJ Melendez doesn't come through. I feel like I should have been 5-0, and but that's baseball, right? Sometimes, I wouldn't say I like this sport, but as soon as the dust settles and I get back in the lab, I snapped out of it. I love this game. It's the beauty of baseball, right? Bonehead moves and plays like that tend to happen more often than not. That's why the sport is challenging to handicap, but it's so much fun and we're so due. Let's get back on track today. Just so we all know, again, I'm using BetMGM lines only this year. And if you use code JB200 for all new users, you wager $10 on any MLB game and you get $200 free in credits. That is in the episode description. Or you can use code just baseball. And they'll match your deposit up to $1,000. So if you're a big time better, I would use code Just Baseball because they'll match your deposit of a lot more money. If you are a small time better, I would use code JB200 because you wager $10 on any MLB game. As soon as the game is settled, they give you $200 instantly. And again, no prop entries today. Um, I don't love the board. I lean towards Lane Thomas over half a run. I like Joey Manessis over one and a half bases. But again, not enough to play them. Again, our recap, our straight plays record is 12 and 9. We are plus 3.03 units. And we have four different game picks today. The first one, Detroit Tigers versus the Boston Red Sox at 1.10 p.m. Eastern. The pitching matchup is Chris Sale versus Spencer Turnbull. When I first looked at this game, I thought to myself, is Chris Sale as bad as he showed against the Orioles? My answer is yes and no for a couple of reasons. First, Chris Sale allowed seven runs on eight hits and three innings against Baltimore. The wind was blowing out and his location was terrible. The stuff was still there, but he was leaving balls in the middle of the zone for Orioles hitters to launch into the air that carried out of the park. Luckily for him, conditions at Comerica will impact the offenses much more than the pitchers. According to Ballpark Pal, it's the lowest run scoring environment of the day, calling for a 23% run drop. This will undoubtedly help him, but the Tigers can't, can, excuse me, the Tigers can hit lefties. They didn't show it against Jeffrey Springs, but put up nine hits against Framber Valdez. 
Last year, the Tigers put up a 100 WRC plus against left-handers, but were historically bad against right-handers. 74 WRC plus, so 26% below league average. They were league average against lefties. This year, they don't have a large sample, but they do have plenty of right-handed bats whose better split is against lefties. Matt Veerling, Javier Baez, Spencer Torkelson, Eric Haas, Miguel Cabrera, Jonathan Scope, Jake Rogers, and Ryan Creedler. That's the entire lineup outside of Riley Green, who's hitting 348 this year and performed better against left-handed pitching last season, 747 OPS for 656 OPS against righties. And why not fade the Red Sox right now? Red Sox should not be this big of a favorite on the road against anybody. The Tigers are a league average team against lefties and historically bad against righties, which is good for us. The Red Sox were better against lefties last year and this year to date. They'll face a righty in Turnbull, who was solid in 2021, actually very good in 2021, but then he had an injury last year and then got smoked in his first start against a far superior Rays offense. I think he bounces back in conditions that fit his profile. The Red Sox put up an 841 OPS this season against lefties, but a 760 OPS against right-handers. Roancy Contreras and Mitch Keller, both right-handers for the Pirates, combined for 12 and two-thirds innings and two runs in Fenway Park. This Red Sox offense has gone cold, and I want to fade them. If they had a day off to reset, they were playing in a better environment, I'd say, okay, maybe we don't. But the fact is they played yesterday, then immediately have to travel, and now they go to Comerica for a day game doesn't bode well for their offense. This season, the Tigers rank 4th in baseball in hard hit rate, while the Red Sox rank 27th. Vastly different. But the Red Sox have scored more because they have had the wind in their backs in the Orioles series. Now they won't, and again, must travel and play on the road in bad weather conditions. The model likes the Tigers up to minus 115 on the money line, and the under at 7. Saw some of that value last night, but I didn't play it as I needed to know where the money came in because when you take the Tigers, you got to be pretty damn confident. It came in all Red Sox and all on the over, yet the total didn't budge and the Tigers' money line got shorter. And we've even seen some books start to post a 7.5 and some books have posted money lines at plus 115 or plus 120. I tend to not put an entire unit on plays in the same game, so I'm spacing it out between the Tigers' money line and the under. Again, the model has the total at 7 and the Tigers winning at a minus 116 line. So the pick for me is Tigers money line plus 125 for half a unit and the under 8 runs at minus 110 for 0.55 units. Nationals versus Rockies at 4.10 p.m. Eastern. That's the second game. Uh, the first series in Coors Field between Josiah Gray and Kyle Freeland. I love an excellent Coors Field series with two bad teams that should unleash bats. Both the Rockies and Nationals' better splits are against lefties. Kyle Freeland is a solid pitcher on the road, but has been terrible in his career at Coors Field. He threw six shutout innings in his last start, but that was on the road at Petco, a notorious pitcher's park. Last season, he put up a 6 ERA over 16 starts at Coors Field. In 2021, he put up a 4.83 ERA in 11 starts at Coors Field. In 2019, he put up a 9.25 ERA in 10 starts at Coors Field. I think we get the point. I like the fight the Nationals put up against the Rays, especially against Shane McClanahan. They destroyed Josh Fleming, another lefty who I rate similarly to Kyle Freeland. They scored five runs off Fleming, but I'm more impressed with them putting up two runs on five hits against one of the best left-handers in the game. The Nationals project as one of the worst lineups in the game against right-handers, but a slightly below-average offense against southpaws. 
Not only is this game being played in Coors Field, the wind is blowing out to left field. The best recipe for right-handed bats. The Nationals lineup is full of them, and after facing two straight lefties, they should have a better feel for the arm slot. There should be plenty of runs. My model shows a slight value of over 10.5. The line is creeping up to 11, and now it's steaming towards 11.5, and I still think it has a strong shot of going over. I wanted to bet the Nationals money line at plus 125, and by the time I finished typing the play for my subscribers last night, it dropped to plus 115 with a lot of early money on the Rockies. So I decided to scrap the money line because I like the Nationals to put up six to seven runs. The reason why I scrapped the money line is I'm unsure how a fly ball pitcher like Josiah Gray will do in that park. Gray is a pitcher with tons of variants. Lots of upside, but the downside is catastrophic. It lost a chunk of value, so I'm sticking with the matchup I want to target most. I still think the Nationals win, but if it gets back to plus 125, I might consider it. I like it because the Nationals will rake. So give me their team total. And the Sim has the Nationals scoring 5.27 runs. They think they should be minus 103 on the money line. Give me Nationals team total over 4.5 and minus 125. That's 1.25 units to win one unit. The last game on the slate, Los Angeles Dodgers versus Arizona Diamondbacks at 10.10 p.m. Eastern. The pitching matchup, Dustin May versus Merrill Kelly. We saw this game in Dodger Stadium a few, a few games ago. And with the familiarity, I believe runs will be scored in a hitter-friendly environment. Another matchup I'm excited to target is this Dodgers team against Merrill Kelly. I'm not trying to pay juice or deal with a run line, but I like the road team, and they're guaranteed nine innings of hitting. Dre Jameson is the only Diamondbacks reliever I really respect, and he threw two innings two days ago, throwing 38 pitches. We'll unlikely see him, and this Diamondbacks bullpen beyond him is suspect. Even if we do see him, the Dodgers also saw him for four innings a couple of games ago. The Dodgers own Merrill Kelly. He went 0-5 last year with an 8-2-5 ERA last season. And they just saw him last week when he threw 74 pitches in three and two-thirds, allowed four walks and three hits, and was removed immediately. He was removed due to a lack of command. But the Dodgers were about to jump on him, and this game was played in a pitcher-friendly weather conditions. We saw this total rise from 8.5 to 9, and I can't see it being because of Dustin May. While the Diamondbacks just saw him, he is an incredible pitcher. He has ace upside when he pitches, but the familiarity bodes well for Arizona. I have a hard time believing the total goes over because Arizona wipes the floor with an ace on the mound and an elite bullpen. I have a much easier time believing it's because the Dodgers put up five to six runs or maybe even more. They should get to Kelly early and often and then feast on a far below average Diamondbacks bullpen. I sent this play out last night to my subscribers when the model accounted for a closed roof. Chase Field decided to open the roof, which shot down the Sims prediction. I disagree with the model's adjustment. I think it went too far. The Dodgers were projected 5.17 runs with the roof closed and 4.44 with it open. It's supposed to be 70 degrees by game time with no wind. I'd be nervous if the total moved down, but it moved from 8.5 to 9. So give me the Dodgers to unleash the bats today. So the pick, Dodgers team total over 4.5. And minus 110, that's 1.1 units to win one unit. Remember, um, if you want to subscribe to my picks to get them the night before, hopefully before lines move as they've been doing lately, which is good for us, but sometimes you can miss out on those lines. Make sure to subscribe. It is 83 cents a day, $24.99 a month. And if you buy for the full season, it drops down to 50 or 60 cents a day. 
I think it's worth it to save on juice to get in the bets before lines move because in baseball, the market tends to adjust with new information and I'm here to bring you the best information possible in order for us to win consistently. We are going to have ups and downs. It's the name of the game, but I'm still extremely confident that we will end the year positive. We are still positive, even with some bad luck on our side. Let's turn the tides today, win these four game picks, but we have to remember... It's not gambling advice.